Episode 314 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I'm editor Kirk Semenoff. We are about six weeks away from the Wichita mayoral primary with eight candidates racing to see who will get the final two spots in the November runoff. This BizTalk podcast has invited all eight candidates to join us to talk about their candidacies. And those interviews will begin appearing in this space June 23rd. But first, I talk with Neil Allen, the chairman of the political science department at Wichita State University, to get his views of the race as we head towards the August 1st primary. That's ahead in episode 314. But first, let me tell you about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. This week's cover story is a look at the federal Juneteenth holiday, the newest holiday on the federal calendar that will mean a day off for government employees and bank workers. But we also look at how other companies are approaching the holiday and what it means for a larger diversity, equity, and inclusion effort at those businesses. The cover story begins on page 14. We have two lists in this week's paper outpatient surgery centers, and dental practices. See who saw the most patients last year and read about how outpatient surgeries are on the rise again after the pandemic. The lists begin on page six. Spend 10 minutes with John Michael, the director of WSU Tech's Niche Culinary School in the old Henry's building downtown. Read about why he wants to make Wichita a culinary destination. Our 10 minutes with feature is on page 31. Part of our mission is to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. One way we try to accomplish that is through our weekly lead section. We list bankruptcies, new real estate deals, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, and court judgments. Our lead section this week begins on page 27. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Neil Allen is the chairman of the political science department at Wichita State. And since we are beginning our Wichita mayoral podcasts in the next week and over the next month or so, I thought it would be valuable to have Neil on to talk about the mayor's race. And Neil, I remember you and I talked way back last November, maybe even October before the general election of 22. And you had told me at that time, I don't think it was actually on the podcast, but in talking, you had said you were really interested in the mayoral election coming up in 23. And it's still a very interesting election, but not necessarily why we thought, right? Right. I mean, it's long been pretty clear that uh, Mayor Whipple would run for re-election um, and also that he would run um, not as necessarily a partisan Democrat in the sense that, the Demo- that he's a Democrat on the ballot, but as the Democrat that he is in the legislature and also a support of the local Democratic Party, which has actually endorsed him, which I'm not sure if that helps or hurts him, but certainly that's the kind of coalition that he's running with. And that was, you know, crucial in winning two um, city council seats last for two years ago. Um, but um, while Councilman Fry is uh, running a serious campaign and running as a more what we would call conservative alternative to Whipple and himself, Fry is a um, a strong uh, member of the Republican Party here in Sedgwick County. But I think the race has clearly been upended by the entry of Lily Wu 
um, who uh, most of us know as a television journalist. Um, Lily has interviewed me several times um, at, about local politics and also has been an active journalist here in Wichita for over a decade, both at Cake, the ABC station, and KWICH, the CBS station. Um, she happens to be a graduate of WSU along with actually Mayor Whipple. And uh, Lily Wu's coalition is interesting uh, because uh, at her announcement, she was supported by um, several more conservative figures in the community, ones that, frankly, uh, Councilman Fry would hope to get support from, uh, 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 including the um, County Commissioner Pete Meitzner, who had considered running and could have um, done particularly well on the east side where um, May both Mayor Whipple and former Mayor Longwell were quite weak in the last election. Um, but Meitzner decided to stay home where he is, which, you know, in the strange world of uh, Sedgwick County politics is, uh, uh, I don't know if the county commissioners make more than the mayor, but it's pretty equivalent and certainly more than a city council person. They certainly do, yes. Uh, yeah, and um, and also, um, as COVID showed us, in a lot of ways, the county's more important than the city, and the county commissioners are all very important with 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 lots of staff resources and um and really are a five person unit that really does run the county while Wichita has a weak mayor system that was deliberately created around 100 years ago the mayor has very little formal power really his most important formal power is being one of seven council people he's like an at large council person and has a vote but if the mayor is more than just a first among equals, it's because he or she has power to persuade and can mobilize a larger coalition. Um, and uh, uh, Lily Wu's entry is very interesting because while her views and her platform seem to lean more to what we might call conservative or Republican, if she is younger than most Republican uh, candidates. Uh, she's she's a she's neither white nor male, um, and uh, and also she has a strong claim for being you know a new voice and having new ideas. Although frankly, every candidate running talks about being a new voice for new ideas. Let's let's start by talking about the way the mayor's race works. Uh, and I want to ask you, you've, you've lived and worked all over the country. In Wichita, we, we have a primary on, in August that takes however many candidates down to a final two. We are nonpartisan. We do not you know, list. We all know what everybody is uh, party-wise, but we don't put it on the ballot. Uh, and then we get down to two, and then in November, we, we vote for a winner. Um, is that unusual? Is there anything interesting about that? And and how does it affect how how candidates run in a primary to try to get right. to the top two? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, uh, the system that we use is fairly common um, that um, sometimes because uh, it was deliberate to try to exclude political parties. That's a lot of the history of Wichita um, in, the, in the teens and 20s, um, the effects of the large-scale immigration from foreign countries and other parts of the country into places like Wichita led the establishment of the city, like a lot of cities in 
that were part of what we might have learned in high school with the progressive movement to be very worried about political parties and also, frankly, worried about the entry of groups into politics that they weren't sure about. In the case of Wichita, that would be um, white ethnic workers and also African-Americans. And one way to deal with that was to remove parties as organizing influences. Also, it fits a more professionalized understanding of how of city government. And in Wichita, we've really built on that tradition. So really the most important influence on city policy really is a city manager, um, Robert Layton. And the most important decision that the city council makes is whether to hire and fire that um, that individual. And certainly Mayor Whipple has not made a, a direct move against the city manager. Um, you know, it was at least something that is possible after the city council victories um, two years ago, but even if Mayor Whipple wants to do that, it's very clear that Councilman Brandon Johnson, um, who frankly has become the swing vote, I think, on the council on a lot of important issues, even though he was not it's not where he started. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, his ties to the local Democratic Party are actually deeper and in some ways stronger than than Whipple's are. Um, that uh, Johnson is not willing to at least go in that direction right now. Um, and so we do elect uh, 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 candidates on a nonpartisan basis. If you know about their political party, then that can inform your vote. Um, you know, we sometimes those of us that follow politics a lot assume that voters know more than they necessarily do. Probably most people who go into the voting booth will know that Brandon Whipple's a Democrat. Will they know that Brian Fry's a Republican? Less so. Um, will they know what Lily Wu's partisan background is? Unclear, um, partly because Lily has registered as a Republican in the past and then now is a libertarian. Although if you look at her positions, they really aren't that libertarian. Um, you know, she's clearly running, trying to criticize Whipple as being soft on crime. And also, uh, she is certainly no less developer friendly than recent Wichita politicians, although, um, I think this election, like every other election for mayor in Wichita in modern times, is one where if what you really want is somebody to stop there being deals between the city and developers and employers, then you're probably not going to find a candidate that you like that's going to win. Because if we notice Whipple ran in some ways on an anti-corruption, anti-corporate deals platform, but the city policy direction really isn't that different. Um he and Councilman Fry are on the opposite sides of lots of issues, particularly involving things involving COVID and things involving process and ethics. But on policy, there's they're still going on the same road. And I think Wu would do the same. Um, I should mention a couple of other candidates that um, have interesting profiles. Um, um, there is a uh, former Councilman uh, Jared Cerullo that was never elected but appointed to a position and then lost in a general election two years ago. He is at least using this opportunity to be a critic of Whipple and of Fry, but particularly of Whipple. Uh, Cirillo doesn't seem to have a lot of financial resources, but he does have a history in office um, and a somewhat moderate Republican profile that is interesting. Um, and also, if he were to be elected, he would, I believe, be the first openly gay mayor of Wichita. Right. And um, also uh, on the um, an interesting candidate is uh, Celeste um, Rosette, who is a um, 
herself best described as a citizen activist, although you could say the most important citizen activist of modern times in Wichita. Um, and certainly active now. The I mean, frankly, in the time that um, I've lived in Wichita in the last dozen years, um, the only activist I think that, that you could say is consistently as important as she has been was uh, the recently uh, departed Mark Geetson, who was a different kind of activist on anti-abortion politics and also in recent years, not that effective. Um, Reset is, I mean, if since the fact that Century 2 still stands is to a great extent um, due to her. Um, also, there's some other people involved in that effort, particularly um, um, the conservative activist uh, John Todd that a lot of us know. But Reset is really the, you know, the driving force behind that effort. Um, that she's also, um, you know, become, a, uh, you know, certainly a voice that is heard on any policy issue that she's interested in. Um, she herself is a daughter of a former mayor, although my understanding is that was back whenever Wichita had a mayor system where it was selected from city council people. Right. And um, but um, I don't that's really not her campaign. Um, and, you know, if if it I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that we have certainly Whipple and I think probably Fry and Wu as well have bases and connections to voters who have a more partisan orientation or ideological orientation, then I think Reset might be a serious candidate. And frankly, you know, if voters are wanting to send a message against politics as usual and elected officials, Reset and Wu are interesting, uh, you know, choices present very different kinds of profiles. And also Wu, while herself not having ever served in public office, she has people behind her that look a lot like a traditional campaign. And um, although Wu does have the benefit of, while never serving in office, covering a lot of it. Um, now, of course, I, at Wichita State University, as both a prof and an employee, um, do not endorse candidates or parties and just endorse voting. But... Um, I think there's, but it's interesting. We have five candidates that you could imagine getting into the runoff. Um, but just to close off this question, uh, that the difficult thing for a voter is you have to try to figure out if the candidate you like the most is viable enough to make the runoff. Mm -hmm. And you can try to be very strategic and try to think, okay, well, let's just say I'm a can I'm a more liberal voter, and I like Mayor Whipple. And there's a good chance that Mayor Whipple is going to make the runoff. Usually incumbents make runoffs unless you've got some real serious um, ethics issues. And or with, with in Whipple's case, if there had been a prominent um, left politician, particularly one who's African-American who had entered, then he might have to worry a little bit. But if you think, OK, I, I, my guess is Whipple will make the runoff, then you can think, OK, should I then pick? my second choice so that I know one of the two candidates I like the most is there. Should I, and some voters do try to do this, pick the candidate that I think that my guy is most likely to be able to beat mm -hmm. um, that because um, you only get one vote. Um, and also the trouble with a case with a race like the Wichita mayor's race is I doubt if we'll see a poll. And I mean, right. the, the media organizations, you know, if if they want to spend enough, they can get they can they could hire someone. And but I'm not sure if that's going to be worth it. And so you're really 
going, uh, you don't have that kind of data. And I mean, you know, you could put up a poll on the Wichita Business Journal website about who's going to win. And my guess is that, well, if Whipple, if Whipple came in first there, that would be really good for him, but probably your readership is a little different and it wouldn't really tell you much. Mm -hmm. And so as a voter, you really kind of have to, and frankly, guess a little bit on viability. You know, in 2019, uh, it seemed to be some sort of perfect storm that led to Whipple winning and Jeff Longwell losing. Uh, there was the Lindy Wells candidacy. There was the stadium controversy, if that's what you want to call it. There was the water project that he was, you know, tied to people who got contracts and companies that got contracts. Assess how business plays into this election. Uh, does it help any of these main five candidates more than anyone else? Well, it's good that you bring up the last election because it just, this election is going to be different. Uh, on one hand, uh, we don't have anything that really clearly brings out the kind of, at minimum, thumb on the scales for certain businesses. Um, and I think it's fair to say um, public corruption that was involved under Mayor Longwell. Um, that's certainly true of the issues involving the water plant and was very well documented in um, Chance Swain's reporting in the Eagle and other places. And because of the fact that Longwell actually did his dirty business on his city email. And so thus it was all discoverable to, through freedom of information. Um, Longwell was already weakened by the ballpark deal you talked about. Not so much the fact that we had uh, a deal for the new ballpark or that it was a, a good deal for the um, the owners of the team, which most of us expect is how things are going to work. But uh, also there was there were some things that came out after word involving real estate deals, in particular, some just direct giveaways to the owners of the of the team. And that weakened Longwell. The Wells candidacy did hurt him, I think. And there, that's that's your kind of standard Wichita, one pro-business conservative running partly because uh, one set of banks and developers um, are not getting as much city support and business as others. And you can see probably some of that involving Wu's candidacy. But... Um, but also, if you were a critic of the Wichita City government, you had a lot of reasons you could vote for Whipple that weren't necessarily tied to him as a liberal to moderate liberal state legislator. Um, but now it's different because I don't think Whipple presents exactly the same kind of corruption profile, even if you are critical of Mayor Whipple. Um, I should say here that um, while I... Um, I don't know personally, um, I have any interaction with um, Celeste Reset, um, council, former Councilman Cerullo or uh, Councilman Fry. Um, I am connected to both Wu and Whipple. Wu through interviewing me for, for various issues. And also Whipple um, is an instructor for our department in political science. He started back when he was a uh, um, was in the, the state legislature. But you know, we pay him $2,400 a year to teach one class, which he's not teaching this calendar year because of the campaign. Um, we we have other uh, working uh, public affairs people and politicians teaching for us. Actually, another instructor has taken a semester off is Dalton Glasscock, 
who's a Republican former party chair in the county and um, looks like the odds on favorite for a city council seat. Um, and um, and also, I mean, there's lots of uh, people in politics that are employed by colleges, including um, actually the state center president, um, Ty Masterson, works for uh, our WSU Tech, our, our, our innovation campus affiliate here at WSU, um, but not during session, of course. Let me ask. But, uh, but but I was going to say though that um, that uh, that Whipple, if there is a kind of anti-corruption um, conflict of interest argument against him, which can certainly be made, it's not about the large um, figure kinds of city contracts. Along with what was involved in, it's more involving particular issues involving conflict of interest involving his bizarre um uh you know a few minutes involving dropping a mattress off in a way where he wasn't following the rules with the police officer and was just making ordinary mistakes that we citizens often make in weird situations but then calling the city manager for help on it that the his ethics board that he created uh um, I think, frankly, rightly found that if the standard is something that he can do, the rest of us can't. I mean, I don't have the cell phone number of the city manager and and that and also maybe some stuff involving his wife's connection to his PAC and his campaign. Like those are the kinds of arguments you can make against them, which are not the large scale city business connection issues that were part of the last campaign. Uh, you know, seven, eight months ago when we talked, um, you were interested in the mayoral campaign because I, I think if I'm getting this right, Pete Meitzner might get in and you thought he would be a third wheel to a Fry versus Whipple. Now it's Lily Wu in, who we didn't see coming last November, in, in a, as a third wheel, but a pretty important third wheel with Whipple and Fry. Uh, does her candidacy hurt? Whipple or Fry more in getting to that runoff? I would say it probably hurts Fry more, I think, because at least the the kind of folks that are behind Lily Wu are tend to be more business conservative. Um, she is clearly trying to hit Whipple on issues of criminal justice, although usually any candidate would be doing that for a mayor in America right now, um, uh, unless they're a criminal justice reformer um, from the left and that that kind of candidate, I mean, there might be a time for them where they where they could win a Wichita's mayor's race, but I don't think it is now. I mean, actually what what's gonna hurt Whipple is, you know, where he got strong support from the Fraternal Order Police last time, and it seemed to me that had something to do with the fact that they had some issues involving contracts with Longwell, but really wasn't about policy. With Whipple, there's the issue with uh, with the mattress and cop and cigar chomping and the city and the conflict of interest. Um, you know, there have been some very complicated issues involving relationships with the police department, a lot of which predate Whipple, but are certainly not simple or easy. And um, and also, I mean, you know, we've. In Wichita is not an unsafe place. Crime in America is lower than it used to be, and that's true in Wichita too. But the drop in crime in Wichita is not as quick as it is in other places, and there are serious issues. Um, I think Wu probably hurts Fry more. 
Um, and also because I think in general, multiple candidates who are not incumbents tend to hurt the incumbent. Now, when they get into the to the November um, uh, general election, um, you know, really anything could happen. I think any of the major candidates could conceivably um, win against others. Reset, for example, I think if you put her in a runoff against anybody, it could be pretty interesting because I think um, she could attract a lot of people critical of government from you know, multiple perspectives. Um, my guess is it's going to be somewhat difficult for her to get into the runoff, but um, not impossible. Um, and then when you get to, if, assuming we get to the runoff, I think Wu's strength is that if she's against Fry, then she's clearly the candidate more to the left and is not explicitly connected to the Republican Party. If she's against Whipple, then she probably gets most of the conservative support. And also her personal pro personal profile is different than your average conservative. She's younger. She's female. She's not um, she's not white, although the her ethnicity is. I mean, she's playing a lot on the fact that she's an immigrant, although, you know, the, her particular ethnicity is the is not one that's that's that prevalent here in Wichita. She's um, uh, uh, she's she's of Chinese uh, extraction of her parents, which Wichita are larger minority populations are Vietnamese and African-American and, and Hispanic. But um, but I think it could be a very interesting kind of race. And also just to refer back to four years ago. In 2019, we were still seeing the effects of the anti-Trump surge of voters on the left, of registration of Democrats and progressive-leaning voters that um, led to the just gigantic turnout in 2018. Um, I think Whipple benefited a lot from the after-effects of that, both getting him into the runoff, which I think if it wasn't for just voters who had registered and were still, or at least were active in politics, but does it voting against Donald Trump and his allies in the midterms in 2018, that, that I mean, Whipple was so close to not to getting third in the first round. He needed that. And then, you know, that helped him in the fall, but that's not where we are now. Um, you know, I mean, we don't talk a lot about Joe Biden and Wichita politics, but if Whipple is in the runoff, I would assume that somebody's going to start running ads saying that he's, you know, just another Joe Biden. And yeah. so, but yeah, I think it's a, it could be, it, it ought to be really interesting. Um, and we won't ask you to give a prediction because that's not what you do, but I know you'll be as interested in the the results on August 1st as we will be. And we'll check in with you. Yeah. After. Yeah. No, I mean, and as far as I think the biggest reason I wouldn't make a prediction is not so much because I don't feel it's, it's outside of what I often do in my job. Um, it's more that I think, you know, we just don't have good data um, right. that, and also while it's true that partisan categories and partisan styles of campaigning and partisan ideas are more important now. And so I think, you know, Whipple is certainly of major candidates is the, um, is the most clearly identified Democrat we've had. I mean, in the last, let's say four cycles, the only one I think would fit even close is Levanta Williams, but also I think, 
while she maybe is further left in her in her voting record over time, she's frankly maybe a more centrist figure in her politics, certainly now than Whipple. And uh, and Carl Brewer was not a partisan left Democrat. And so it's something new. Um, But also, um, just also just, you know, I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you're very likely to be a voter. But to just remember yourself and to people you know that, I mean, this is an election that really matters. Um, The... I don't think we're going to see massive changes, but certainly the different candidates propose very different views at levels of experience and kinds of competence. And also there's a bunch of other stuff we're voting for city council. And also we have some very active school board races. And also if I were somebody really interested in the future of Wichita business, um, I would be concerned about the direction of the Wichita uh, which a school district and the kind of um, potential chaos that could happen on the school board, depending on how the elections turn out. And also that's where you really need to do your own homework because um, they're all nonpartisan. You probably don't know who these people are, but uh, uh, I don't, I haven't looked at the figures in a while, but if you count the federal money, the Wichita school district's budget is about the same as the cities and same as the counties. And um, and so that's real, you know, but local politics are important no matter what. Yeah. And we get a really small turnout traditionally in these August August primaries, too. So but Neil Allen, chairman of the political science department at Wichita State. Thanks so much. I always appreciate your time. Thank you. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week. Episode 314. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. This talk with with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.